Welcome to Filled with His Love. You know, Elder Bednar recently gave a devotional address at Ensign College entitled Living in Revelation. If you haven't had a chance to watch it or read it, I highly recommend it. So here's a little excerpt from the devotional that he gave. He was asked to give his opinion about the importance of change or how he responds to change. And he said, We are to come unto the Savior, we are to follow him, and we are to be born again. We are to experience the mighty change of heart. Repentance is change. Learning and education produces change. The essence of our mortal experience is to not remain the same. Oftentimes people will say, ah, just leave me alone. I like things the way they are. Well, God doesn't like things the way they are in us. I'm not saying that in a negative way. It's not that he's unhappy, but we are not here in this mortal existence to just stay the same. So we are blessed with remarkable spiritual gifts. The restoration of the gospel teaches us our eternal purpose and destiny, and you don't achieve that destiny by just hunkering down and staying the same. The natural man and the natural woman hate change. The man and woman of Christ learn to love change and the lessons that are learned in the process. So I think that this is one of the fundamental aspects of overcoming the natural man and the natural woman is not resisting change, but embracing change and learning from it. Now, if we want to consider the most far-reaching change in all of human history, it would be the Savior's resurrection and his atonement. In that singular moment, he delivered us from the finality of physical death and the mental and emotional torment of spiritual death. These two conditions held us captive prior to Easter morning, But following his resurrection, we were held captive no longer. We knew that we would live again after mortality, and we knew that we could repent and be forgiven of any sin, any mistake, any unkind act that we had ever committed. He is our deliverer. He is the one who frees us. What change could be more powerful than that? And who would resist this change? Who would say, well, I liked it better the old way? I don't want to live forever, or I don't need forgiveness or the comfort and the strength that Christ and his atonement offer me. You would have to be pretty hard-hearted to wish away the atonement of Jesus Christ. He changed the world when he was resurrected, but he also changed us. As it says in Alma, quote, behold, he changed their hearts, yea, he awakened them out of a deep sleep, and they awoke unto God. Behold, they were in the midst of darkness. Nevertheless, their souls were illuminated by the light of everlasting word, and their souls did expand, and they did sing redeeming love. And I say unto you that they are saved. He is our deliverer. He frees us from captivity of physical death, releases us from the bondage of sin. Captivity is an awful thing. I once visited the Utah State Prison, and on the way to my car, I looked back at that dismal gray stone structure of bars and bricks. The image that sticks with me even to this day are the arms of several prisoners hanging out of the barred windows, if we can call them windows. They were looking up at the mountains. I could see that their arms were just hanging out 
as if they were looking at me and pleading with me, please take me with you, take me with you. That's what I imagined them saying. They wanted to be released from captivity. But of course, I was powerless to do anything that would help them be released. Those images actually had such a powerful effect on me that I had nightmares about these arms hanging out those barred openings in the prison for some time. So Christ, the only one who can deliver us from the cords of sin that hold us captive, he is the only one. But what is our part in this deliverance? We need to do nothing to be resurrected. But what about our part in deliverance from sin? In Third Nephi, chapter 3, Laconius, this, he was the king of the Nephites, and he knew that the Gadianton robbers were coming to slaughter his people, so what did he do? He built fortifications around the city, much like Moroni did uh, during, the, during that particular siege. He created a military structure, got captains of 50 and captains of 100, and then he told the people that they needed to repent if they wanted the Lord's help. Deliverance comes because we give the Lord something to work with, our faith, our effort, our righteousness. The children of Israel were delivered from slavery that the Egyptians had forced upon them, but it took them another 40 years in the wilderness to be delivered from the bondage of sin. We play a part in our own deliverance. Like Elder Bednar said, we need to embrace change, especially the change we need to make in ourselves. When Alma the Younger experienced a divine visitation, he turned away from his former self and put on a new self. He not only stopped criticizing the church, his former self was the naysayer, the detractor, the cynic, the one who tried to draw people away from the church. But he did not just stop all those negative behaviors. He put on a totally new self. He became one of the most effective missionaries the church has ever known. So instead of drawing people away, he was now attracting people and inviting people to be baptized. He was delivered by the Savior. He was forgiven of his former sins. But look what he did as part of that deliverance. He devoted himself to helping others make the change that he had ex experienced in himself. He was truly born again, and he wanted others to be born again as well. As we celebrate Easter, I hope we will embrace change, the change that Christ brought to the earth, the change of knowing that we are eternal beings and that mortality is only temporary, and the change that makes it possible for us to repent and be better. I hope we will look inside to invest in any change we are hoping to see in our own lives. When we invest in that change, as Alma the Younger did, then the Lord will change us. He will change our hearts as he changed the hearts of those in the Book of Mormon. He will deliver us. I hope you have a very happy Easter. We'll see you next time.